Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Uh, a he- body is always a shady corner away. Hitler want metal. <laughs> I know, that like, more women, though, that have had worse Tinder dates than that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> now it's time for Drunk Women Solving Crime. Welcome to another episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime. We are joined now by the fantastic comedian Kate Barrett. Welcome, Kate. I'm so excited to be here. Hooray. Uh, We have one question, Kate. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes. So I was living in Toronto. I'm from Vancouver. Yeah. Mm. And then I lived in Toronto for six years before I moved to London. And I was living in Toronto. I was living in this little studio apartment that was like very miniature. I think it was probably 250 square feet. It was very, very wow. tiny. 
It was right in the heart of Toronto, but it was good. It was good for like just me. And a friend of mine asked me to take care of her cat. Uh-oh. And I'm a cat lady. Like I deep down, I've grown up with pets. I love, but this one is just an asshole. <laughs> it's one of those cats that if you're like, here's a treat, it's going to be like, and like scratch you and like take the treat and just be like, fuck off cat lady. Like it's just a dick of a cat. Like this cat is a piece of shit. I reluctantly agreed like, okay, fine. I'll take care of your cat. So the cat came over and was in with me. It was just sort of, we were existing. Yeah. And on like the first night I had to go to this, or I was asked to go to this comedian's fundraiser event thing. And the comedian as well, like the cat, bit of a dick. Okay. (laughs) So I was like, do I want to go to this fucking event? I didn't know if I wanted to go to it. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go to it. And I'll preface this by saying my flat is on the ground level of this apartment block. So it's on the ground level and it's so low to the ground that like my sister never used to buzz in through the front. She used to just go to the back of the building, climb over the balcony. And she's like the like least, she's like the fucking Kool-Aid man. She's the no. least athletic person <laughs> in the world. So she was able to climb over the balcony and just knock on the window and scare the shit out of me always. But that's how she came in. So it was very accessible. So... I go reluctantly to this comedian's event. I go there. I come back around like 12, 30, 1 a.m. And I notice my door is unlocked. It's shut, but it's unlocked. And I was like, did I, did I leave it unlocked? And I I couldn't figure it out, but I'm like absent-minded sometimes. I'm like, maybe when I was rushing out, I just, whatever. And then I went in and my light was on and I'm like, I'm like the light on and door unlocked. I don't think I would do that. And then I look at the window and there's like this big kind of L-shaped slash. And I was like, Ah. this fucking cat sliced my screen window and broke it and escaped. I fucking hate this cat. Wow. And then I was like free. I was like, this cat is going to be just the worst cat ever. And then I look in the closet and the cat's just sitting there like shaking. Oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, it wasn't the cat. (laughs) I love that you were like, she left the light on. She opened my door. I know. Well, it's a very, the cat's a dick. I don't know. Like I, I just, I don't know why my head went to like the cat and it was like a perfect like slash as right. well like so clearly made by I a knife I love picturing a dickhead cat doing yeah. that like, shoom, shoom. just a little just claw like, right it just perfect right angle rid- literally like so fucking dumb of me this is how dumb I am and then I was like sort of I'm like oh my god why is the cat and then I'm like wait Wait, and it's like you could see, you know that like Winona Ryder yes. thing with the math that is going around in her head. I'm like, wait, where's my laptop? Where's my fight? Oh, fuck. Oh, no. And then, so yeah, so the, uh, the person who broke in, I'm assuming it's a man because, you know, obviously. And um, <laughs> he took like my laptop, my charger, whatever for it, like electronics, not like a ton of stuff. Mm. And then just like one duffel bag that I had kind of in my closet that was just full of just shit. Like, you know when you move and you're just like, oh, I need to throw all this shit in just a bag and I'll unpack and I'll organize it when I get there. Yeah, three years later, it's still in the fucking bag. Yeah. There was like, like pens and hair extensions <laughs> and tampons and like notebooks. Like, enjoy that, buddy. <laughs> um, but I also had some jewelry, not like super expensive, like some jewelry from my grandma on my mm. desk that they didn't take. Oh. So, which was like a bit weird, but all my phone chargers and everything were taken. Oh. So I only had like 30% battery. Huh. And I had no, and so I called the cops and they were like, no, oh, you, oh, your house got broken. Oh, no. Okay. We'll get there when we get there. I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh. Cool. Cool story. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck, but wow. the window was broken. So me and the, this dick cat were like, all right, come here. We're going to be friends tonight. We just like sat there shaking in the corner together. It was 
too freaked out to sleep because I was like, my window's broken. This person yeah. knows he can get in now. I need someone to come fix it. Yeah. The cops don't give a shit right now. And so I was just like in there and my phone was running out of juice and I couldn't get something until like in the morning I'd have to go yeah. out and try to buy a charger or whatever. And um, the cops eventually came by and they like kind of like dusted for prints Ugh. or whatever. And the cop was like, is there anything like distinguishing on your laptop? Do you have a Scooby-Doo sticker? I'm like, are you fucking mental? Do I look like I have a Scooby-Doo sticker? Wow. On my, yeah, they literally asked specifically, specific. is that the vibe I give off? <laughs> Like, is that... Have they found a computer with a Scooby-Doo sticker? Yeah, maybe that's like, it. He has one, he's like, here you go. Or is it like, I solved the crime, Scooby-Doo, help me. Like, it's some yeah. fucking dumb cop thing. Wow. But I know, I totally know, not who it was, but like, pretty much who it was. Oh, oh my God. Well, I don't. But like, the guy who... <laughs> I don't, but I do. So, the guy who... It's not the cat. I found that out. <laughs> I love guy. that you two bonded, though. You're we like, did. This yeah. is what it took to Afterwards, bring us we were like, get the fuck out of here. It was like one of those... Like, I think it's like a war story. We pretend it never happened. But that night in the trenches, yeah. we were in it together sure. cuddling. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, nothing really happened. Nothing ever got, like, you know, recovered or whatever because that yeah. just doesn't happen. And then I, the reason I think I know who it was was because the guy who was the caretaker of the building. He's Scooby-Doo. And those pesky teenagers. <laughs> um, the guy who was the caretaker of the building, he was like a crackhead who lived in the flat above me, directly above me. And oh. he would just, like, legitimately smoke crack and pass out oh, and he'd have wow. music blasting all the time he always had his friends his crackhead friends yeah. coming around to the back and screaming up at him to the window oh my so they'd gosh. always be kind of at the back there and I'd always see them so I just know it was like one of them because it was like basically my sister mm. and then his friends and him were the only people that came to the yeah. back and so but like okay. he was I just like he would blast music and pass out and leave it on but it wasn't like good music or like rock. it would literally I'd be pounding on his door being like turn it down and he'd be like oh what and he was fucking Katy Perry teenage dream <laughs> blasting I'm like this is how this is you need help this is rock bottom it's like <laughs> you're singing te like teenage dream with Katy Perry <laughs> so I don't know but I think it was him but anyway that's okay. that was did happened. you say that to the police did they check his apartment and stuff no uh, no because like I was like well this is like the good dude who lives above me but they're like yeah but like there's no and then they there was security cameras on the side of the building okay. oh yeah I forgot about this there was security cameras on the side of the building so you see a guy coming down the back so okay. it wasn't that guy but I think it was one of his friends okay. see the guy coming down the back you oh. could see him and then a few minutes later like not long at all he was only in my flat for like four minutes maybe wow. he comes out holding the duffel bag on the computer under his arm and just walks out oh. um, but it was like kind of like a brown haired yeah I t oh my god I totally wow. forgot until I can just see it in my wow. head now I love that you just yeah. thought you were generalizing at the beginning it was a man it had to be a man and you then I'm like man. no I saw the man yeah, yeah yeah wow yeah so they couldn't get a you know a zoom in on his face like on the no it was like the same thing when i lived in toronto i was working yeah. at a gallery and my phone got stolen off the table we had tons of cameras because we had expensive art in there and we called the cops and we're like hey just so you know someone just walked in stole this and they're like oh you want us to look for your phone yeah why don't we stop looking for the murderers and start looking for your i'm like okay fuck like i know yeah. my it's just a phone i'm just saying we have clear footage but yeah. no nothing can go American cops, obviously, but Canadian, Canadian cops, yeah. they're just fucking sarcastic. It's you amazing. Just think they would turn up on horseback. That's how I picture it. Yeah. Not be they're all friendly Mounties. <laughs> I, I thought all the men in Canada were gentlemen. Oh, no. I'll give you a list of my ex boyfriends. No, absolutely not. But also, 
also, if you've literally got footage of someone taking the phone, you're handing the cops a win. They don't have to do any work. But what, like, what are they going to go knock on every dumpster and be like, hey, uh, you in there? We have a search warrant for your cardboard box. Like, they're not going to, yeah, okay. you know what I mean? Like that, yeah, like, I think they were just like, okay. he's clearly was like, not well. And that's uh, okay. sad and everything. And if he had mental illness or whatever, but I was like, okay, well, enjoy my tampons so, and my hair extensions. Okay, so, so it's not a simple win. <laughs> no, it's just not like I get. And I get why the cops are like that. But honestly, I was like, okay, I get it. We don't need to like. But also, this is like, well, obviously, we need more social funding, etc., etc., etc. But also, like we were saying this the other day, and on in a show where like we need somebody in between your mum and the police oh that, my can, God, yeah, yeah, that yeah. can deal with like missing phones because sure the police are on murderers fine yes, they're yeah. busy but who can do that that one because you still need somebody to find yeah. your phone like yeah. that's still a crime but there needs to be like a police light department yeah. a police yeah 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 a diet police yeah. that's yeah. what we need the diet coke version of police police zero yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's zero members so far but we're hoping one day it'll go up to one person you want to solve some soft crimes with Huh? Yeah, softcore crime. I love that. Yeah. It's a lot. It's just, it's going to end up being like the volunteer coast guard or something. I, yeah, <laughs> they're exactly. Not, they're not going to get anything done. Or it'll be some fucking dickhead with a cape that says like, I'm a feminist. Let me help you out. And, and he'll be actually a fucking creep. Yes. So we always ask too on this podcast, what would you say if you had the perpetrator now? I'd say, let me, let me see how you use my hair extensions. Like, let me see how you did the updo, girl. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, nothing. There's nothing to be said. Yeah. I don't really feel... I don't, the only thing I felt was a little bit of like, ooh, someone in my space. Yeah. Like, I really wanted to clean it afterwards. Yeah. And I yeah. never felt the same in that space yeah. afterwards. Because I always just felt like, ooh, someone was in here. Like, this dude was in here and he rummaged around through my... I don't mm. know if he, like, was rummaging through my underwear door and, like, sniffing all of them or whatever. Like, you know, it's just... Yeah. not here. Four minutes. You can't it's, get through all those pants. But, I think with determination and the right attitude, <laughs> you can do anything you want to do. And we don't know how many pants Kate had. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe I just had one really worn pair. If anyone wants to test this out at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see how many, that could be the new like ice bucket challenge. See how many pants you can sniff in four minutes. <laughs> Raising awareness is yeah. something. It's actually, something. it's quite comforting to know that it was only four minutes. Yeah. Because I'd, yeah. I'd because it is such a violation, and as you say, you don't know what they did. Yeah. So for me, I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, like obviously they could have sniffed a lot of pants, but it's still it's somehow less. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Typical of a man, right? Done in four minutes. <laughs> Typical. If it was a woman, she would have really like gone through. I would go like digging. In I would yeah. really, be, but I'd be like in their the business. Oh yeah. yeah, that's what I'm more interested in. <laughs> Once you're in, you're what in. What sex toys does she have? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do love the idea of like a female burglar who just goes around trying to find gossip. Just, yeah, just yeah. trying to get the tea. Oh my god, that would actually be a hilarious show. They, they all work for the Daily Mail. Yeah, oh my <laughs> they god. They go through trash. Oh yeah, I've just oh, described wait. a sort of trash journalist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have. Tapping phones, am I oh, right? Shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oops. Oh, no. They ruin all the fun. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. You said about with the cat. You, is it a boy or a girl? It was cat? a boy. It was a boy cat. That you and the cat had like survived a war. We're going to be talking about a war. Oh, nice. oh my gosh, that is uncanny. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I can't believe it. Just there was a full moon this week, so it all makes sense <laughs> to me. 
<laughs> so we're going to be talking about a World War II intelligence uh, mission with a gruesome detail, you know, as opposed to how lighthearted and fun war normally is. <laughs> yeah. um, so to set the scene, we're at war. The year is 1943 and the Nazis have successfully taken over mainland Europe. So this is dark days. And I'm the just... Nazis are the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to yeah. clarify who's the good, who am I rooting for in this war? <laughs> Right, okay, so the, okay, not the Nazis. Thank you for asking. I appreciate like, it. If, yeah, it, if it was set today, it would be unclear. It's set today. It's a real thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, now the thinking was that the, the Allies would not be ready or able to attack France from the UK until 1944. That's what they think. So they... It also depends whether this was in December or not, because that's not yeah. that long. If you're like, if it's December 1943 oh, and they're like, we can't do this until 1944. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But... We've got to wait two weeks, guys. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a number of months okay they've had some success in north africa they want to build on so bear that in mind picture in your in your minds now a, a map of europe so question if you <laughs> i'm picturing hard here yeah okay. i've got like the dad's mine has there. like five yeah. countries on it i'm like there's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> portugal's little <laughs> spain <laughs> Italy looks like a boot um now if you were the allies where might you want to try and attack uh, the Nazis from. Ooh. So basically, name a country in Europe, guys. Right. Okay. So we're going. If we're the allies yeah. from the UK, and the and the Nazis are in France. Yeah. Well, they've got. They've basically got all of mainland Europe now. All of mainland Europe. Where are we going in? Yeah. Is it one of the islands? Is it like Malta or lovely Guernsey or oh. Jersey? Or, or the, the Isle of Wight! The best oh, island of them all. The best island of all. <laughs> Hannah's from the Isle of Wight. Oh. <laughs> We've not just got a weird obsession. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Yeah, okay, if you're not heard, <laughs> the Isle of Wight is fucking never incredible. Been. They never did any invasions from the island, though. I remember they had a thing called Pluto, which was a pipeline under the ocean. That's what it stood for, Ooh. which was oh, quite wow. good. Oh, that's cool. And they sort of built that. Or I think they got halfway through it. On the Isle of Wight, everything happens like 10 years too late. They got halfway and then were just like, oh, I can't get all the way to France but it was to get like diesel and shit over oh, to over okay. France yeah but I don't think it was wow. big enough for soldiers right. right okay so we've got Island from Taylor what do you guys think maybe Spain Spain let's they went to Ibiza to like party a little bit first and then yeah. they were like let's do this they got all yeah. pumped up from raving okay. and then they were like let's go yeah 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 I think to really fox them Germany is what <laughs> <laughs> we will start our invasion in Germany in Germany so I'm going to give it to Taylor. Um, Even though it's not right. <laughs> it, is, it is correct. It's just not specific enough. It was the island. Well, it was Sicily. Oh. oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, there's two, there's two possible types. So Sicily is uh, one of the places that would be good. And the other option was the Balkans. Go to Greece. There's a whole thing with like, Hitler wants metal or something. So, but basically. <laughs> Hitler wants metal. <laughs> Sicily is the most strategically adva advantageous. It's the fave. It's a good spot. Because war is a lot like location, location, location. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the housing market. <laughs> Question. Hot bunker properties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tiny living, everyone. It's Welcome really to cozy. my van. It's, it's yeah. cozy. It's got bags of potential. Yeah. Yeah. It could use some windows. <laughs> 
what is the problem with attacking the Nazis via Sicily? You'd just be too chill. You'd just be like, shall we have like a Campari before we start? <laughs> <laughs> like, Italy is so beautiful. Imagine you I was just say, like, I'm too full of <laughs> attack. <laughs> too full of pasta. <laughs> Carb overload. <laughs> Wouldn't it be just be like they're completely open to like, if you're coming at them, yeah. they're just like completely open to be seen. Yeah, you know. Right away, they're completely exposed to the I'm, Nazis seeing them and catching them. I'm giving it to you. Ooh. Although your answer's not the pasta one is close. <laughs> your answer's pasta was not the answer. super fun. <laughs> it's an obvious thing to do. Because okay. yeah. it's, it's the best option. Ooh. Very hack. And um, there's a, in fact, there's a Churchill quote saying, everybody blood a bloody fool would know that it's Sicily. So they know it's a good spot. I mean, we didn't know Churchill, so. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Shame on us. The Nazis have a shit ton of troops stationed there. Okay. But because it would be such a good place to be attacked from. Uh, so they outnumber the Allies 10 to 1. Oh, Which shit. I don't know if you know about statistics. That's not bad. <laughs> oh, my God. That helps out because I'm a woman and I just don't get numbers. <laughs> so that's so good. <laughs> also, I don't know about war. Like, is it's it worse? It's a bigger number. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the Allies want to nudge those odds along. They want to get some of those troops off Sicily. Oh. Um, they can't win this with manpower, so they're going to need subterfuge. <gasps> yes. Now, question. If you wanted to get the Nazis off Sicily, how would you do it? <gasps> Drive them away. <laughs> <laughs> just sweep them away. You just Shoot! Draw them, draw them away somewhere else. Like, draw them, like, yeah. make a distract, diversion. diversion. You go look over there, and then you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like that you tap somebody on the opposite side of the shoulder, and then they look the yeah. wrong way. Yes. That's what you do. But, like, on a war scale, which I don't know exactly <laughs> what that would be, but the equivalent is Operation tapping... tap. Tapping an army on the shoulder, but, but that. Yes, love it. Nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that does feel weirdly logical. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels yeah. like the logical thing. You can't thing. fault that. But I don't discount the broom. <laughs> the broom is a good guess. Because if you put these two things together... <laughs> I, w- I was thinking I'd have, I'd pretend to have a party and then invite them, and then they'd all be gone. Or maybe they do what, like, the Ukrainian troops are doing, just get on, like, old-school Tinder and match with the soldiers, and then they go there and they just get... Um, annihilated. You know they're doing that, oh right? Oh my god. Or they were doing that. Ukrainian women were matching wow. Russian soldiers because Ru- Russian soldiers were on Tinder. Fuck and then hell. they would lure them to spots oh and like, god. we think you guys are really brave and sexy. <gasps> and then they'd have Ukrainian soldiers waiting to wow. capture them. Brilliant, oh right? Oh my god, that's because amazing. Because even in the middle of war, men are still like, yeah, I want to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> just, wow, they're so dumb they're thinking when they're dead holy fuck I do yeah, feel like amazing. I know that like more women though that have had worse Tinder dates than that so. <laughs> oh my god oh my god all in all 6 out of 10 not so bad <laughs> She was hot, but like he was over me. six feet, so pretty good, you know. <laughs> they want to do the old just victory this large scale dating thing during that time. That's ridiculous. <laughs> just I'll be wearing the swastika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Um, so they want to do a, a large scale of tapping them on the shoulder, and what they want to do is they want to plant fake documents so that the Allies are planning to attack the Balkans. So the Nazis think that the Allies are trying to attack the Balkans. Okay. So they want to attack. They want to plant fake documents so that that's what they think is happening. Very clever. P.S. Gonna attack the Balkans. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> yeah, like literally. And then and then they're hoping that the Nazis will send all the troops from Sicily to yeah. the Balkans, and then they've got more chance when they attack. Um, now this isn't a new idea. They've been doing stuff like this, f- f- like in other wars, and they did it in the First World War, and, uh, and that was a great war. 
It was, yeah, it was so Sorry. great. Um, <laughs> there was this whole thing with like the trout memo plan. So it's not a new idea. It is gruesome. So my question is, what gruesome way did they decide to plant fake documents for the baddies to find? Ooh. Oh, like body parts. So they've been blown apart, but there's a pocket with the documents. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If it's gruesome, it suggests it's something to do with a, a person or an animal. Yeah, something. Um, yeah, animal would be sad, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. unless it was that cat. For yeah, <laughs> unless it was that dick cat. <laughs> the army of dick cats. Yeah, because what you can't just be like leave it there and be like, oops, drop my note, drop my war plans, because you're not yeah, that fucking they stupid. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, body parts would look like oh, one of our guys got to them already. Oh, they didn't notice this. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I'd okay. be amazing in this. Or like situation. they kill, yeah. Or they, yeah. Who would you kill? Though you'd have to kill someone who would be like, or have a someone, right? Do they kill one but, of their own people? I don't know where they get the body parts. Kate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm the macro level thinker. <laughs> these, these details are You're not the, a details the person. Minions take care of those okay. details. Okay. Well, good macroing, it is a corpse. Oh. This has been done before, but these guys really leaned into this whole we're going to plant stuff on a corpse. Um so we are talking about Operation Mincemeat. Oh, I don't know right. if people because there is a film about this and there is also a musical about this. Oh, the musical of course there fucking is. The musical <laughs> is brilliant. I've seen it. Do you know, I've seen the film and I wish it had more song and dance in it. Oh my so. God. You see, I watched the film after the musical and the film, I was very disappointed because the musical is so joyful. <laughs> <laughs> and the film really takes it rather seriously. Did you see this recently? Uh, yeah, like yes. a month or so ago. Yes, I, just because I can remember you saying how good it was. It's and so it's good. made me it's made me want to see it. A musical about like a corpse with war documents. I know, I know. I can't imagine it being joyful, but... I mean, I guess most musicals are kind of there's fucked up. Like, there's like one song that's quite poignant that, that's like, oh, and then the rest of it is like... It's like the Carb song, all about the Carb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's attacking. It's just, it's, re- it's really... It's punching in the right directions. Yeah, yeah, and it's fascinating. Yeah. And With song. It's like, you would think Colin Firth looking broody would be a good film. No. Oh, not I not in this him. instance. And also, mm. despite the fact I've seen the film, you might notice that I really retained fuck all because yeah. I, I didn't get any of those Showing how good the film is, yeah. obviously. <laughs> I watched it on a plane and oh, yeah. I, like, I put it on after the point where I knew that I would have to land before right. I got to the end of the film. Yeah. And I was like, I know we won World War II, so it's fine. I don't need to see the end. But So I don't know necessarily oh, the ending. Okay. So let's see how I do. All right, then. So uh, we've got this Ewan Montague there's this Ch- Chomon oh, I can't pronounce this guy's name even though I've heard it said Colm Dog. Ch- Chom anyway bunch of people this guy Bevan's in charge he's reported so Ian Fleming's around, running around he's oh. actually not a part of this team but he's in the um, MI6 as well um, at this time and he's not officially on the project so they decide they want to make it look like a high ranking officer has crashed a plane and then drowned and washed up in Spain with some top secret plans in his briefcase nice and uh, they chose Spain because it was supposedly neutral mm. and had pledged to share information with everybody uh, so they thought that was a good route to get this to the <gasps> that Nazis. That was like me at school. I was just like, I would tell anyone the gossip. <laughs> just, just in an attempt to make any friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
so first they need a corpse, ideally one that's drowned, because if there's an autopsy, yeah. there's kind of going to be a specific... Oh. They don't want anything to give this away. Uh, and you've got to be discreet if you want a corpse uh, for a top-secret undercover mission. If I've said that once, I've said it a hundred times. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a weird gum tree listing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that is my question for you guys. Um, how and where, how or where did they get a body? Ooh. I should think it would be disrespectful to try to recruit it from your own from troops because mm. obviously they're dealing with so much death but surely mm. you would not have the permission to use somebody's body in that manner if they haven't given permission yeah and I'm wondering was there like a freakish clause when you I bet there is up to war. <laughs> I bet there is I, I will use my body for an American military I bet I mean you know I don't know who this Ooh. this is the British though right mm. but I bet in to even in today I bet it's like the military has the right to use your use my body body and like whatever you sign off to all that maybe it's like a donor card on your license but much more serious yeah interesting how would they I feel like they would find like a vagabond okay I feel like they would go with like a vagabond Mm. just like like someone no one would miss or no one would think of but then that might be hard because if they're like too skinny or old or whatever. Mm. They wouldn't look like they were like in the service. Although if they look like a high ranking officer, they might be, those guys Mm. are just little office bitches with soft hands. So maybe that's like. (laughs) But yeah, you're right. It's got to be in the right age range. Age and like has to have the right, it's got to have the right vibe to them. Yeah, Yeah, but that's a really good point. And they have to find it at a certain time. If you found some like fat old Santa looking man, they'd be like, okay, this wasn't, although church don't like, oh. Um, I don't know whether they just started hanging around like a swimming pool with a wave machine. (laughs) (laughs) And they were just like, sooner rather than later. In theory, kill somebody for this purpose, but also it's war and I wouldn't put it past anyone to not do something. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are actually all of you on the right tracks with wave machine (laughs) (laughs) okay so they don't kill anyone okay this montague knows a shady coroner guy Uh, a body is always a shady coroner away there's this quote anyway saying that there's no shortage of bodies but none they could take because is the book permission the coroner shop Um, nice oh my god so good that's great um and turn that into a musical I got bodies, so many bodies for they, you. They're honestly, Comes at a price, so, a, but they're so nice. There's a really uplifting song about the dodgy coroner. Oh, nice. <laughs> there aren't um, all coroners dodgy. There's a reason they have to hire more females at funeral homes than males because exactly the reason you think. They gotta stop them. Yeah, yeah. they like, because, yeah, because men wow. are great. <laughs> If they, I wish they would follow through on that in every area of the world. There'd be like way less problems. Yeah. They're worried they were going to have to do a Birkin hair. That's the quote. But they get this Spilsbury guy. He's dodgy. So Spilsbury. he said that with air crashes, people die of shock, not drowning. So it wouldn't matter because the lungs of the corpse. Yeah, so the lungs wouldn't have to be filled with like yes. right as fluid. It, they would, could just... it would look Ooh. similar. In as long as like okay. his facial expression is like. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> and also the, what was on their side was because Spain was Catholic they really didn't like doing post-mortems unless they absolutely had to uh-huh. oh, um, okay. all of these things you just have to take into consideration I would not 
I know. You can think about that it's when mad, you're shopping for bodies. When I'm shopping yeah. for bodies, this is think good. About Take notes. Take notes. It's like what you said about the hands being kind of like hands that aren't a soldier's hands. You know, yeah. they're kind yeah. of yeah. like shit like that. You just don't. And also, if they had anything like, if they were flat-footed or something, they wouldn't mm. be allowed to be in the army. Like yeah. all of this shit, yeah. they could give them away. Yeah. Wait, yeah, this yeah. guy's blood pressure is way too high. Drunk women solving crime. 
God bless you. Did you just have a cross-eyed tattooer and they aimed? I feel like it's higher than trip. Oh, never mind. Okay. I think, for example, did they put a wedding ring on him? Yeah, ah, that's good. So. You're thinking along the right lines. Oh, so like God. a little, because soldiers back in the day used to keep their wives or girlfriends like, pictures in a their hats or yes. or whatever or like some sort of photo there of a woman go. i would say yes or letter from a woman yes something like that perfect that said i hope you enjoy invading the yeah. baltics of everyone very real you're such a big man last night was so good for me <laughs> made me come 18 times just like all the men <laughs> That is excellent. You are on the money. But that is essentially what they said in those letters, but it was slightly flowery in language. Mm. (laughs) Forsooth. Yeah. (laughs) Old school porn. Yes. Letter. Um, Yeah, you guys are absolutely on the money. They give him a sweetheart back home called Mm. Pam. They're just engaged. Pam. Pam. Um, And they basically, these officers went on a pub crawl, shopping spree, bender around London so they could get all these receipts to put in his wallet. Oh, that's why they did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're going to go fuck um, some hookers and drink some beers (laughs) so we can get receipts for this guy. They called it. (laughs) In the name of our country. Asking a sex worker for a receipt. That's brilliant. <laughs> Can I get the receipt, actually? I bet sex workers have, like, tap machines now. Oh, I should for have sure. so. Yeah, for sure they do. I've seen people who are, like, on the street with them before. Yeah. Like, wow. Especially in Vancouver, they have them. You're like, oh, I don't have any. And they're like, I have something to tap on. And you're yeah. like, oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They can literally take Apple Pay now. I like, settled to the rescue. Yeah. They call it wallet litter. And so they've got all these, they're making it like a big send off in London before he left. I would think that would look more fake though. Like a real soldier is going to be like, oh, let me not empty all my receipts out of my, even when you go on a holiday, you know, you like take the receipts out of your bag and stuff. Also like this guy should not be paying for his Hindu. Like he should not, right? He shouldn't have the receipts. It should be the best man. Or like a, Matches but that is sloppy soldiering. I agree. I, yeah. like, you'd but have a clean wallet. No, because I think he's he's taken it because he's, you know, he's, it's literally that was his last night or whatever. Although some of them are from the week before. But okay. then he's got so in. So he's got this briefcase. I see and where they're got, going with it. I see yeah, where yeah, I'll, yeah, allow I it. That. I'll allow I it. I'll allow it. I was like got... pulling apart this thing that I think probably so, <laughs> solved the war. Well, I don't believe there are seats. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you had a prep receipt in there. <laughs> They're trying too hard. So he had a receipt of an engagement ring, a photo of his sweetheart back home, um, who was at, actually it was a photo of one of the women called Jean Leslie, who is one of the people that worked on it. Yes, Jean oh. Leslie. So there's a cool. love letter from the sweetheart. They wrote that. The, the MI6. Oh my God, was it men writing women? No, it's just, yeah, typical. <laughs> well, in the musical, it's this woman okay. and it's a very poignant song. Anyway. But does um, she handwrite? Because you can tell, you know how you can look at writing and be like, that was written by men. I can tell like the handwriting. Men always write in like all caps and stuff. Like it's a handwriting <laughs> done by like a woman. Angry man. No, yeah, just angry men. It's like, no, it's no, she, uh, yeah, because they've got this, women working on this as well okay good um and yeah. so she i'm interested again yeah yeah um uh, there's the secret mission document there's a letter from lord louis mountbatten to admiral cunningham there's a st christopher okay, those sound more like the names i made up yeah, right? yeah, yeah. okay those are the guys in charge yeah mm-hmm. uh theater tickets medal keys watch matches stamps cigarettes now what que- what question what temperature <laughs> what question am i gonna ask you uh-huh. what temperature do they want to keep the body at Oh. oh. Do you mean like before it goes off yes. to war? Yes. Oh. I will accept before and during. Ooh. I don't really know what temperature we're supposed to be, but like I... 
I don't know. Because the body would be preserved in the morgue mm-hmm. through freezing. But then, I don't know. I don't know how you tell. I would think on the cooler side. So I'm going to yeah. go with 20 Celsius. Okay. Or colder. That's not that cold. That feels not that cold. Yeah, but the but a body temp is like 30. We're like 37 or something. 37. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course I take my temperature and then panic when it's 37 or 38. Yeah. Just because um, I'm worried if they freeze it, it's not going to defrost in time. Well, good instinct. They can't freeze it because that would be too obvious in an autopsy. So, yeah. so freezing is not an option. But if it decays too much, that will also ruin the plan. Yeah. They want to keep it at four degrees. Four. Okay. That's yeah. more sensible like than what a fridge, I Like a fridge, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want your guy to be chilling on the beach, like getting a tan. <laughs> Lukewarm body. Yeah. Mm. There's, this, there's this bit where like his boots, his feet get frozen and they have to try and thaw him out. But it's fine. They managed to... Oh my goodness. Um, to Smug boots. They put him. Yeah, yeah exactly. They put Look, him in this. That's why they're invented. I got you. Oh. <laughs> they put him in this like special fridge canister thing with like dry ice, and it's um, it's not a fridge, but it's loaded onto this HelloFresh, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Hello like this corpse. canister which is it gets filled with dry ice and sealed up, so there's no oxygen, so that helps preserve. For a second, I'm like, oh no! Wait, he <laughs> can't breathe in there. That's good. <laughs> So the, the also sun- dry ice when they open it it's going to be really <laughs> yeah just the effect of it I'm picturing I'm picturing glitter yeah. bomb like, and the whole thing they better have done right. something with that in the musical if not I'm never going to see it <laughs> well you'll have to go and see it to find out wow <laughs> <laughs> so anyway this, they get bombed twice but they still make it they say a psalm and then they they drop the they're looking at all like the tides and stuff and they drop the body off wow uh, they push it into the sea off the coast of Huelva I don't know if I pronounced that right question is this part of the plan a success Ooh. drop it uh sounds like a no <laughs> yeah i just feel like the fact that you're asking that's probably a no like question do you think what you just did there was right um <laughs> no no i reckon maybe they need to move the body one more time because like tides and everything or get pulled out or what if he yeah. sinks yeah like, that's, yeah that's hard to I, or what if some other dumb like ally soldier is like this? <laughs> i got you and then they rescue yeah. him no not again because yeah. only i'm assuming like a few people were in on this yeah, plan right? yeah no yeah, one else yeah. could know you know they are constantly in danger from that that's really interesting mm. that you say that so oh, i just think like the body doesn't wash up maybe do they have to go and get it and like but is it too obvious I'm like rolling it onto the beach and then they run away and you see the footprints on the sand or something? <laughs> yeah, I've, oh, I feel like because they've probably never done anything like that, there's something they're overlooking in terms of what would happen if you put okay. a body into the water. What's going to like, just the weight of it, like the way. Because the documents are where? Is it in a briefcase or is it like yeah. on him? Briefcase. So on how, the... what are they like, put a ribbon around his hand to tie his hand onto the briefcase? Good question. So yeah, how does it, how does that stick with him? I'm wondering. Yeah. Because it's... Yeah. yeah. Well, because they, they, they're they trying to make it look like he was flying and crashed. Crashed his plane. So that would be drowned. But, but, but they're counting on both to wash up, though. Basically. I don't think they are counting on the plane to wash up. No, I mean, no, but like the, the body briefcase. and the bag and the briefcase. Yeah, yeah, the body and the briefcase. Mm. Um, I asked this question as a mislead. This bit goes well. Oh! oh. Well, um, it washes us. up. It gets found by a local fishermen. It gets taken to, um, by the Spanish soldiers, handed to a naval judge. Um, that's exactly what they wanted to happen. Then there's all these pre-scripted sort of diplomatic cables being sent between everyone because the British know that their messages are being intercepted and they're encrypted, but they know that the Germans have cracked the code, but the Germans don't know that they know that they know that they've cracked the code. 
Oh my god. You don't god. know that I know that you know that she knows that I know that you fuck my cousin. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a whole thing with spies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like going off. So basically the allies are trying to act like they really want the body back on the right. cake. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but like in a coy cute way. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> But what if the Spanish had been like, okay, yeah, yeah fair play, it's your body. And they'd be like, oh, no, like, no, no, JK, 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 JK. Yeah. You guys keep it. Exactly. Okay, that's it. I got it. <laughs> um, so they're, they're trying to give this impression that this briefcase is very important and they need to get it back. And they want this Hazelden guy to get it back for them. And then there's this autopsy scheduled because they have to do autopsies if it's the cause of death is important. Um, oh. And it's scheduled at midday on the 1st of May. And this Hazelden guy manages to be present. And he's super worried that these two Spanish doctors are going to find out that this is a three-month-old corpse. Oh. So, oh, it's three months old. Yeah. Oh. Question, how does he try to put them off? Oh, does he, like, change the calendar to three months ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He turns back their clocks. <laughs> he grabs their iPhone and changes the date and time. Try to put off them from doing an autopsy? Yeah. Does he push the... Yeah, the... the push the thing. religion thing, I bet. I was gonna say... I bet they try to be like, this is really disrespectful to yeah, him. Yeah, can't this desecrate is, this body. I would think it would be something like that. Like, they would just try to push that. Because then, if, if you're saying the whole reason at the beginning was the yeah. Spanish were really religious yeah. and they wouldn't do it, mm-hmm. then try to push that. Like, it would be disrespectful. He's already a fallen soldier. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. You guys, it's even more simple than that. He says it's lunchtime. Um, what? He, he suggests lunch. He says, in the heat of the day, in the smell of the corpse, the doctors should bring the post mortem to a close, sack it off, and go and have lunch. What? Is that? That's what the war was like decided on. Wow. That these guys were like, guys, let's grab a burger and talk this out. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. You can't cut open a body on an empty stomach. Yeah. <laughs> So they, wow. but it works. They agree. Uh, so they signed the death certificate for Major William Martin for asphyxiation through immersion in the sea. Wow. Um, and then it gets released uh, by the Spanish and Major Martin. Oh, so he the the body gets buried, but we've still got the um, docks. The docu- the briefcase. The Spanish are being really, really good about the briefcase and they're not giving it back to the Germans. And they're kind of saying, <laughs> no. They're kind no. of saying like, hey you know you guys can have this like we want to help you out a bit and then the without being suspicious that Hazelden and everyone have to be like oh that's so kind of you thanks like great I definitely want it well there's like German sympathizers there's like everybody going on so to start with no one's opening the letters properly they're just like photographing the other contents and then finally they do Mm. but they try and make it look like they haven't with the the wax seals haven't been read question how do the allies know that they actually have been read because they eventually do get the briefcase back. And it still looks like the letters are sealed. Yes. So they need to figure out whether but they, or not... But they know that they haven't. Oh. It's something that the allies did to the letters that they could then check. See, this would be easy if it's like, if it's my mother and she gets my mail, it's definitely been opened if it, <laughs> even if it's resealed. I know that for a fact. Um, how do you know with like a wax seal and stuff? Does it leave... <gasps> This was in the shitting film and I can't remember. Because oh. <laughs> there was a bit where I went, oh, that's clever. And they have to like <laughs> dust for fingerprint, but then no, they would be really careful. Would they be opening it with like tweezers and stuff? Or they like, they all went for lunch. So did it have like meatball fingerprints on it or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Death by delicious sub. <laughs> I have no know. idea. How do you... Is it something like... I don't know. Again, now I've seen it, it's annoying. Or like a hair... If there was like a like hair... Like an eyelash or, or something. Like an eye... Ding, like... ding, ding, ding. Oh, oh, shit. It's, it's an eyelash. 
Oh, wow. You got that without having seen the film, so well They, they, no. they wow. planted an eyelash and it was gone when they got the letters back. Oh. So they, they knew that it had actually been read. I thought, I'm so dumb when you said that. I thought it was like the Germans who read it were blinking so furiously <laughs> over the letter that all their eyelashes just <laughs> scattered down in because they were like batting their eyes so much at what? it. I didn't even think that they planted one. Oh, that's, that makes, yeah, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. <laughs> so this is the big question. Does the plan work? <sighs> I mean, I feel like because it was made into a musical, (laughs) they're not at the end of the musical. It's like, well, then we lost. (laughs) We tried. We did it, guys. What a failure. (laughs) I feel like, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yeah. Okay. The success was the fun we had along the way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And the lunch we ate while we were there. (laughs) I still can't get over that. They like just did it with lunch. (laughs) That was the distraction. During a war, that's how much you can get. Someone just to change their mind. It's yeah. amazing. And I, I know that, that that would work with me. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> Guys, cheeky shawarma, let's go. Like, come on. Um, yeah, I think success. Yeah. If it's a movie and a musical, I'm going to say yeah. You have good instincts. Um, it was the Nazis moved the troops off Sicily. It's way easier for the Allies to attack. Everyone gets loads of prizes. Monty, who writes a book. The repercussions are brilliant for the Allies. Question... What year was the real name of the man who never was discovered? Oh. I bet it was like recent, recent. Because don't they keep that stuff like all sealed up? Yeah. Like for a really long time. Mm. Mm. I'm going to guess like really like 2005. Okay. Or something like that. Like something quite Mm. recent in the last like 20 years, I would say. Yeah. 2005. I was going to say the 1980s. 1980. Or do they have no to? Reason at all? Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. It's because the like Enigma Code stuff and Alan Turing that only came out. That's what of, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Because that came out sort of relatively uh-huh. recently, doesn't it? And it feels like it might be the same. But when was that? I watched the film. I, did, I, watched, I watched the Turing one too, Enigma. Yeah. But what? When did that come out? I was I was on the Isle of Wight, and it was before I moved to London. So okay. Over over seven years ago, I'm gonna go 15 <laughs> years ago. So I'm gonna go 2000. Is it like it has to get declassified <laughs> after a certain amount of time? Yeah. So this was 1940. But they also yeah. didn't know the identity. So this isn't just declassifying information. It's actually finding out it's the identity of somebody. Too, right? Yeah. right, exactly. It's not just the plant. You're right, yeah. So you, maybe they wouldn't even have to keep it secret. Yeah. 19... So it's somebody that's able to do... So we, we have 2005. We have the 80s. I'm going to go 2012. <laughs> 2012. In that case... Oh, I can't do the math. The correct year is is 1996. Oh, okay. So, so that's about 50 years after the war, isn't that? Is that math? Yeah, that's, yeah, that that's math. 50. Is that math? Is that math? That's math. <laughs> that's the end of the musical. <laughs> it is. It's 50 years after the war, ah, almost exactly. Go. So this historian called Roger Morgan um, uncovered evidence in the public record office that the identity of the corpse was a Welsh man named Glyndor Michael and he was born in Abergoed in Monmouthshire Abergoed in in Monmouthshire thank you in South Wales (laughs) Uh, before leaving the town and he had part-time jobs as a gardener and labourer and he ended up in London homeless and that's obviously how he ended up in the situation at least he got that really good stag do though (laughs) yeah exactly probably had a blast did he get like awarded like a medal of yeah. honor or his family get anything for this? Okay, also, I hope so. the crime yeah. is that they actually had never got permission from family. Oh. They effectively they illegally obtained a body. And, oh, okay. But they and, didn't know who he was, right? No, but they also didn't 
try to find out very hard. Right. So he was only 34 when he died. But basically, they've done all this stuff since to, like, honour him and the family. And the body was reburied with, like, full military honours. Yeah, I would think the family would be entitled to, like, a war pension or something. Like, as though he was assaulted. They've used his body like that. Yeah. Like, a medal of honour or whatever. And They did. And then a new inscription was added to the gravestone. So they they tried to make it right in 1998. Mm. And uh, the granddaughter of Bevan... Which was um, Bevan? One of them. <laughs> <laughs> or she might even be the granddaughter of Montague. But anyway, she said that the musical was more like the real person than the film because the film made it look all serious. And like, well, she did, this is my words, not hers, but the film was like really like, made it all like Sorkin-esque <laughs> with like people, you know, but the real guy actually had a like a real sense of, like Gallo's kind of sense of humour, but mm-hmm. like also a real sense of humour um, and saw everything as a bit of a game and... Um, it does really depend on who, whether it's Bevan or the other guy, though, the because guy. like the key, I, this is based on her saying, "Do you know what? I think this was more like my actual grandfather, who was the corpse, because obviously his sense of humour isn't coming into this story <laughs> yeah. at all." <laughs> like, I think it was a bit of a, bit of a laugh. I reckon oh, he wasn't sorry. even dead. No, they're all so Bevan and Montague were the people in MI6. I get you. Okay, I'm so sorry. No, I didn't no, answer I got your that question wrong. properly. I didn't understand <laughs> what you were asking. Right, but they were like this guy. You know, they weren't all kind of po-faced and no. Colin well, because Colin it. Firth in the film is like really dry, and that's not this guy had a real like irreverence because right, like, to okay. do that job you kind of have to. Well, even think of that is yeah. you probably have to have a bit of a weird yeah 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 weirdness to you. Hmm. Yeah, oh, I wonder if he's got any wacky ideas to win the war. Let's get him in. Yeah. <laughs> Let's raise a glass. To yeah. all of them, I suppose. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cheers. Well done, lads. For the eyelash. Drunk women solving crime. Now, I have a listener crime that we need to solve, and here it is. <laughs> okay, so someone has written in and they said A few years ago, me and my friends went into Comic Con in Liverpool. It was fun. Lots of memorabilia, collectibles, and odd people wearing odd costumes. One of the most memorable was some fella dressed head to toe in Scooby Doo style ghost costume. What? Wow. It's come full circle. This is the full moon again. Yeah, it's the full moon. There's something. <laughs> we had a fabulous time and spent some money. We used cash because we weren't sure if the vendors would have working card machines, but still had my purse with the card in. This was on Saturday. Then the Monday after, I got a call from my bank to say my card might have been stolen. I told them that it hadn't, and I'd just use it to book some tickets uh, to a gin tasting. It turned out... <laughs> I love this person's yeah. life. This is a great life. They are I really guess it's great. Comic Con yeah. Saturday and Sunday, gin tasting Monday. Might do like absorbing on Tuesday. I don't know. (laughs) Um, It turned out that the card had been cloned, and someone had tried to buy some designer clothes from Debenhams in Manchester. It got (laughs) sorted, but tell me, did it get cloned at Comic Con, or was it the Mister Scooby Doo ghost? Ooh. Wait, okay, so who, wait, Scooby-Doo, wasn't Scooby-Doo just dressed up at Comic-Con or wait, what? It was, I, somebody was dressed head to toe in a Scooby-Doo style ghost costume. Right. And then they got close enough to clone? What did the Scooby-Doo, well, like I guess, because also how does that work? Because if they didn't use the card at all at Comic-Con, I don't see how it, because people put machines on like cash points and stuff, don't they? Or they can. Yeah, I got my card they, cloned in Brixton once and I used a cash point. Right. It took like, my card did not come out for about seven minutes. Oh, really? And I oh, kept geez. standing there going, I've only got one fucking card. Like, I this- always pull at the, every time I take cash <laughs> out, I pull at the thing because often it'll come out, they have skimmers over them. Oh. So we just yank them first and then you can feel if they're loose or 
not, and they skim. <gasps> I look paranoid. I feel, but I'm like whatever. That's, yeah. See, I always oh thought like you just had to like cover your pin, but this is not even what we're dealing with. No, is it? it's the it's skimmers like... that read. It. Or but you have those yeah. machines now that can go up against somebody and take their card information, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's so that's what this could be, right? Yeah. Somebody was just yeah. close and was able to do it that way. Although it took so long for mine to be cloned that I kind of I don't know whether you, can you clone a card so quickly. I know you could probably go around with an Apple Pay thing, just sort of like yeah. pushing it on people's and then legs. just does like a charge, wow. and just like charge yeah. them hundred quid. Or but if they actually went to Debenhams to go yes. shopping, they had the details. It's just terribly sad that. It's Debenhams. I know. Like, what can I do now that I have this money? I'm going to shop at Debenhams? I know. I just feel okay. bad for the criminal. Like, they have bad taste yeah. and they need to up their game. Like, like, wow. They bought designer stuff. Okay. Uh, I need the name of the designer that they bought. <laughs> I'm going to say designer in quotation marks here. Because I don't know. There. I think it happened. So they took cash out. Calvin Klein. Yeah, they only spent cash at Comic-Con. But somebody mm. could have still cloned it, as you were saying, being close by with. But the... we don't. Yeah, we don't know if they got the cash out at Comic Con. Yeah, if they got the oh, cash out, that's, that's what I'm saying. It could be skimmed true. there. Skimmed because she it. they used the card right. there. Because there's all these like that'd be the perfect place to do it. Just a bunch of nerds with loads of cash. Yeah. And go up. The nerds are the ones with the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so are we putting it? On that or on the Scooby-Doo ghost? I feel as though that was a left field suggestion there. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I'm still unsure of how close a Scooby-Doo ghost would get to you. I kind of really want to unmask the Scooby-Doo ghost. That ghost yeah. was just trying to have a good day. Yeah. yeah. Leave the ghost alone. Okay, well then we're blaming it on... <laughs> A scammer who we do not know. I yes. think the cash point where they got the cash out to spend at yeah, Comic Con. Okay. That's oh, what I yeah. think too. Yeah. I think okay. it's someone who preys on the people at Comic Con. Yeah. Who's just like, all these guys are going to be taking cash out to buy at the vendors exactly, so I'll put this up and I'll skim off everyone. Yes. That's what I feel. All right, that is what happened. I hope that helps. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know what happened? Or no, we just solved it. No, we have now solved it. No, okay. we've, just, <laughs> we've just changed somebody's Should life. Should I be a cop? <laughs> This is great. I can totally do this. Um, but we have enough time now. Kate Barron, what are you up to? Where can we find out more about you? What do you want to plug? I am everywhere uh, and nowhere all at the same time. I'm everywhere. I just gig all the time, loads of places. So social media is just the best place to find me on. It's underscore, which I have to have an underscore at the beginning of my Instagram handle because I'm a cunt. I don't know. Am I allowed to say that on here? Yeah. Sure. Um, Only I, if it's, it's about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'll call you guys it, but like after when I go home and I'm like, bitch, it's <laughs> like underscore Kate Barron. I'm on like TikTok, Twitter, if that still exists by the time this comes out. Facebook, all the things. Kate Barron, I put up my shows. I run podcasts. I have two podcasts myself. Yeah, tell us clips. about that. So I have my, I have one that's called Text Me in the Morning and it's oh, about yeah. dating and relationships and I fight with a male comic on things like who should pay for a first date, situationships, ah, porn, but you don't get to decide the side of the fight that you're on. Ooh. We flip a coin and then we have to debate it. Oh, interesting. And yeah. then I have another one called You've Changed where I talk to people in the industry like influencers and models and comedians and stuff yeah. about a moment in their life that has changed them because I myself have gone through like loads of change having moved countries and I lost 13 yeah. and a half stone and I've gone yeah. through like loads and loads of stuff so I like talking to people and people yeah. open up about getting arrested or death wow. or, or crimes or whatever so yeah. it's very interesting so Sounds those are my amazing. two podcasts yeah, yeah right. very great. give it up for Kate Barron thanks for having me this was great thank you oh thank you for joining us I want to go find a dead body and plant some shit on it now <laughs> don't we all <laughs> yeah 
Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.